You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, good morning, Montgomery County. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Live on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is your morning radio show. It's me and Skippy, all the way to 11. I think we're uh, friendless today, so it's just going to be us two. So join in on the conversation via Facebook chat, YouTube chat. Or uh, you can just call in at any time if you listen to the podcast, 936-647-3776. It's a beautiful day in Montgomery County. 74 degrees outside, 1% chance of rain. Uh, the high today is going to be 92 and the low of 65. So there's the weather report for yeah. Montgomery County. Now, driving up from the woodlands, I saw that southbound on 45 was gridlocked. There was an yeah. accident. Many, many flashing lights. And then behind that, a lot of well, cars not moving. If Holly's listening, I'm sorry you're in it. She may be. So, and if she's not listening, she you know, should speaking, be. Speaking of which, we are going to do a, a traffic report from Montgomery County. There is, uh, There have been reported two accidents on I-45 southbound right after 242. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're gonna be, it looks like you're going to be backed up all the way to 1488. That's heading southbound uh, on I-45 between 242 and 1488. Outside that, everything else is looking good around the county. Area 105 up towards New Waverly looking good. You're going out to Cleveland. You're looking good, and thirteen, fourteen is looking good all the way to Porter. So uh, outside that, it's pretty good, pretty good. But uh, we are brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And and we are live today yeah. on YouTube Live, Facebook yeah. Live. Uh, how, hey, how did Kiss Me Kate go this weekend? A good weekend. Uh, Mother's Day, obviously, was yesterday. We'll talk about that later, what we did for our mothers and stuff. Uh, great uh, great crowd yesterday. It was the first Sunday matinee. Typically, uh, Sunday matinees, the uh, average age of the audience member goes up exponentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were a lot of youngsters. Uh, we, we feel that a lot of people like brought their moms to Mother's Day. Um. Really good. Great audiences Friday and Saturday night as well. So we're halfway through the run. There's still two more weekends to catch yeah. Kiss Me Kate. Ticket to theater.com. And apparently I passed the sniff yeah, test. Yeah, my mother said she enjoyed the show very much. I It was it was hilarious because, well, first off, I was talking, yeah, Dick would say you'd be here. And she said, I'm, he's, he'll always be Richard to me. <laughs> That's true. And so we had fun with that. But she, That's <laughs> true. she walked up to my male lead. Uh, Dave Kerr, who does this awesome job, awesome voice, and said, congratulations, you're almost as good as the guy I saw on Broadway. And Dave's like, why, thank you. <laughs> and I said, no, that's the truly, this, this lady's a, an aficionado of, of, you know, Broadway stuff. That's a great you know, compliment. It's weird. She told me that he was is as good. Really? Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll tell you. So Dave, so. if you're listening, know that you got top props there. Uh, but yeah, typically, uh, as usual, a lot of backstage uh, shenanigans. You know, the the zipper that breaks on the dress thirty seconds before 
woman wearing dress is supposed to go out on stage. That's typical. Yeah, so lo- lots of... Uh, That's typical. It's great to s- the audience not knowing all the things that happen backstage. Well, it's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, speaking of which, we'll be giving away two tickets to Kiss Me Kate this week. I believe we're doing it on Thursday. I think Thursday's right. And then today we're giving away two tickets to Taste Fest. We're giving away tickets every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to Taste Fest on June 7th. More information on that later into the show. But like I said, we don't have a guest today, so we're really just going to try to... We're going to wing it? You know, uh, stay afloat. We're going <laughs> to... What do you call Tread water for a while here. So we would love to hear your fa- uh, your feedback, folks. So we're on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. And I see that Dennis has joined the Facebook. Dennis, howdy, Dennis. I hope you can hear us and see us. But I'm still blurry. There's nothing I can do about it for right now. But uh, Is that you or the camera? That's the camera. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it likes to focus on you, not me. Well, yeah. Which is somewhat normal. As well it should. But I know uh, the triathlon went off with a bang. Uh, nothing really happened. I think people, uh, I don't think they got shortened again for their time. No, I don't think there were so. any major catastrophes on this one. I, apparently, it was really smooth uh, once you survived the Ironman. So I believe that's it for the races this year. I yeah. think the Woodlands, didn't the Woodlands Marathon already happen this year, too? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, I know. That, I know that they're getting up. ready for a pride parade. Yeah. So I don't know if that, like, if that's happening tomorrow. But I know they're they announced that not too long ago. I think it's in September. That's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. How so? Well, just as the very first one, so it's kind of like a I don't want to say a pilot program. No. But. So if you ha- okay, this has this has nothing to really do with a pride parade, but when someone just throws a parade, it's just similar to. You know, the Go Texan Parade here, and then they do the, the Christmas Parade. It's just for, like, 30 minutes, right? We're not talking—because the marathon t- takes, like, half the day. Right. Yeah, your marathon when is from, city like, planning. 6 a.m. Yeah, to, to But to a parade won't take half a day, will it? No, I, I doubt it. But okay. there may there will be—I'm uh, sure this is going to end up on the news. Well, it's, it's uh, like I said, brand new to the Woodlands. First time they've done it. Some people are, are for it or with factions against it. So I'm well, sure I mean, the I media just, will I, show up hoping there's I, You a, just know there's that one guy who lives in this one location that always gets shut down. You know there's that one guy, <laughs> that one family or whatever. I, I thought that it's would like, be my I can't leave my house. Too. You know, seven days out of the year, I can't even leave my house. Well, um, speaking of which, good news, I talked with uh, the uh, realtor who's been overseeing the, the rebuild of my house, and they're, they're very close to being done. Is it like a fancy way of saying your wife? No, 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 no. This okay. is actually a, 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 a realtor, uh, a Priyanka with Woodlands Eco Realty, who okay, okay. put me in uh, in with these. Uh, I still don't believe you have a house. I think that's just what you <laughs> tell people. Like I'm still in transition. Feel sorry for me. You pity me. Pity <laughs> right. me. Hey, Dick hasn't found the come, spot I've got. Come, in the back come of the see Kiss Me K Owen Theater. Two weekends left. Yeah, pay my mortgage. Come see. T- it. Tickets online. <laughs> OwenTheater.com. Yeah, that's right. I'm. I, yeah, I'm actually hiding out in the dressing room there. I just have a little pallet. I sleep there. Okay. Actually, it's a theater. There should be like mattresses from previous shows. I should just grab one of those. Is it? Isn't that theater haunted? Every theater's haunted. Every really? th- there's not a theater in the planet that doesn't have some kind of ghost story with it. Although we did, we did have to uh, uh, try to undo the Macbeth curse this weekend. I don't know what the Macbeth curse is. Macbeth is a. Uh, you mean the uh, play? Well, it, it's a uh, it's Shakespeare's play Macbeth, and it's been viewed in the theater world as a cursed play 
Oh, yeah. And there were superstitions around it. It's like the omen when they said, so, you know, all these people died while filming the omen and stuff. Uh, Macbeth's been the same way. And the tradition is that if you say the word in a theater, unless you're actually putting on that show, it's bad luck. And there are things you're supposed to do to, to get rid of the bad luck. Yeah. Uh, there are various, uh, 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 there are variations of the theme. Are we talking like Houston voodoo stuff where you, you throughout Houston you can find like chicken blood? No, in- n- nowhere near so bad. But um, I actually, on Thursday night, we had a brush up rehearsal and I was telling someone about the play and I, I said the name and everyone's like, <gasps> and I, I, I too was like, oh my God, because I've seen this curse in action and this is where things just start falling apart. Are so, weird. so I went outside and now when you, when you say the name, and you say Macbeth, but you know, in a theater, but you're not actually putting Macbeth on. You're supposed to go outside, and then there are variations of the theme, but basically, you got to spin around three times and spit over your shoulder and then come back in. Sometimes you have to ask for permission to come back in. Um, again, variations on the theme. Well, Friday night, we had so many technical issues going down, microphones just, you know, blowing up, um, set pieces getting stuck costumes fall, literally falling apart as someone's walking out on stage and so we thought it was me the the curse so i i i went outside again to to try to get rid of it i think someone else tried to sabotage i think someone else said it but but saturday was better and sunday was was really good so whatever caused the curse it got lifted by sunday that's one of those theater traditions okay yeah well i'm glad uh it still <laughs> went on right the things that go in the back background of yeah, the, Kiss yeah, McKay. never know. Amazing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, there was some political stuff going on. If you're a political person, Montgomery County, I want to know more about uh, if this if this is a hot topic. The police chief of Montgomery has been outed with a no confidence vote. Wow. So, am I reading that right? I believe you're right. We'll come back with <laughs> yeah. that. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Thanks for joining us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, all that good stuff. We will be back. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. All right, welcome back. You know what's funny is uh, the article I was teasing is an old one. I didn't know uh, Courier kept those around as a featured news story. <laughs> That's a little weird. Was, I like I honestly, I could, up? well, it was weird because I was like, I know that guy is already the chief, so this must have been like one of those political things where it just takes a long time to actually go into force. But I was wrong. Sorry about that, folks. I'm, I'm not on my game. It's a Monday, right? 
Well, we do, but there are some other uh, local political stuff that happens. Uh, uh, Montgomery County, the Woodlands, uh, the Woodlands Township. This is interesting. Um, they've just started a year-long incorporation feasibility study to uh, see if they want to put in front of voters to turn the Woodlands from a township into an actual city. And that, uh, that's... Uh, Does that protect them from somebody absorbing them? Yeah, there's annexing, and that's always been an, an issue. Because, uh, I mean, I'm surprised Houston hasn't tried to annex them. Oh, they have. Uh, there's been Houston Spring, you know, others have, have tried to annex. Uh, the Woodlands has been very vociferous about that. Because yeah. those of you who don't know, the Woodlands is actually uh, a, a master plan development, like First Colony in Sugarland area or uh, Sienna Plantation. And, you know, George Mitchell in the 70s put this whole vision together for it and wanted to be a self-sufficient, self-sustaining um, community where it's like an oasis where you could be surrounded by cities all you wanted, but the Woodlands is that. And so that's been kind of the, did Mitchell ever want this to become a city? And people have been leaning towards no, or else he would have made it a city. Well, I'm interested to hear people who live there. If you're watching or listening right now, tell us why, what's the benefit of either or. Because I imagine people who have been living there for a while have a good opinion, but say you're a new transplant, well, what do they care if it becomes a town or not? Because is a lot there... of it's the big draw that, you know, this isn't a because if it's a city, it's a city just like, you know, Conroe or Spring or Houston or Shenandoah, you okay. know, it's a city. Uh, as the woodlands, it, it doesn't fall into the whole city. So you're saying it's like the prestige of not being a city? Yeah. That's how you see it, being a Woodlands person? Uh, yeah, that's how I, I believe that's how people um, view it for, uh, for the most part. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I don't really know too much about what paperwork goes into doing that, but have they voted on this before? Have, have the people of Woodlands voted on it? Uh, no, it, it, this hasn't happened um, before. It's been discussed uh, for the longest time, but as the Woodlands grows and— uh, as, as Conroe grows, you know, as more people are influxing into Montgomery County. Remember, back in the day, the Woodlands was outside of everything, but they're like dirt roads to get here. Um, but that was 50 years ago. So it, maybe it's time to, I, I don't have enough of the facts myself. I don't know where I stand on it. Um, but it would be like if, uh, if they did vote to incorporate into a city, um, it would be like a six-month transition period, like two years of process of working out the home rule city charter. Because you had that with the city, you have to have city council. You, you get a lot more political uh, with that than you get. Um, well, uh, sorry, I, I just went off on a different tangent. Like my address, even though I live in the Woodlands, is technically Spring because the Woodlands is a part of Spring, and that is a, a township in Spring. So actually, you say Spring. Oh, I mean it's that's so confusing. But they are spending eight hundred and seventy-two thousand five hundred dollars on two consulting firms uh, to help officials gather information, and they're going to host public outreach meetings about the incorporation process. This is something that Woodlands people would care a lot about. So this would be like a political thing with uh, these meetings filled with people. So more meetings. Fantastic. Right. And uh, as because with incorporation would come, you'd have to look at all the aspects of uh, financial analysis, law enforcement needs, uh, the infrastructure, street conditions, Traffic, water and wastewater, drainage. Um, and since the firms will also compare the woodlands and issues facing the community in regard to incorporation with five other peer communities, places like like the woodlands, in order to examine how those cities handled very similar issues and explore 
best practices. The five peer communities are Frisco, Allen, Sugarland, Round Rock, and South Lake. And these, so yeah, these are already starting up. The meetings are going to start on the 17th, just a few days away. So if you're a Woodlands resident, keep tabs on that. This will be something interesting. This, of course, the feasibility study is going to happen over the next year. So it ain't going away anytime soon. Okay. Well, yeah. good, good luck to those living in the Woodlands. See how that changes. <laughs> right. So. And uh, then, hold on. I, I just uh, I had another headline here. Uh, so, you know, there was a uh, legal kerfuffle with the county treasurer, um, the document that was released, the policy and procedures manual. Yeah. And that unfortunately... The oopsie? Yeah, the, well, yeah, the oopsie was when the document was released. Um, and it had private information on it. Private, yeah, so it wasn't properly redacted. Do we have an update, update on that? We do have an update on it. No charges are going to be filed. Okay. And well, would they normal be filed? Well, that's the thing. It's it's. What, what examples do we have? Um, well, since following a two-month investigation, the district attorney's office here in Montgomery County found that the uh, county treasurer's release of personal information of more than 70 current and former employees was inadvertent and accidental yeah. when I file any charges. Okay. And, and you know, that, that comes into it. There's intent or lack thereof that can determine if, there, if a crime has happened. Okay. So that was just a, a, a follow-up on that, that the uh, current county treasurer, now come um, November, there will be a new one. Uh, but the current one, uh, no charges are filed. So that's uh, that's an update there locally here. And I'm trying to find the headline that uh, to kind of segue to save us from the whole, there was a, the, the, the police chief thing. There was a Houston law enforcement officer that was caught uh, up here in Montgomery County doing something wrong. And if I can find it, I will talk about it. But okay. Meantime, do we have any sports that happened over the? Well, I know the Houston Rockets. I think start today for their Western Conference Finals. I think against the Golden State Warriors. I think that's today. Let me double check. Okay. I know that's going on for this whole month, basically. And I know the uh, Astros won yesterday. I know that they beat the Texas uh, Texas Rangers six to one. I know that. I watched, was that I an ex- watched the game? Was that an exhibition game or? Uh... No, it's their. They they're in the normal season. So they're in the normal season. That shows how well I'm hotel living. I don't. Yeah, the, the, TV Rocket, the Rockets play tonight, so that's gonna be a good game on TNT. Where they know drama. <laughs> Is that where the Rockets play TNT? Yeah, that's what it says. I don't know. <laughs> Just guessing. Wow, you think they'd be on a major network? Isn't TNT pretty major? Oh, it, it is. Um, absolutely. But you just think of broadcast. Instead of a cable channel, it's not sports That's related. That's true. Who owns TNT? Like NBC or something? Probably. Yeah, one of those. Now, speaking of NBC, I, I know we touched on it. Uh, have you seen the, the the list of shows that have been canceled? Or, yeah, we talked about that on Friday. We talked uh, about that on Friday. But CBS has finally come out with some. Okay. Uh, Life in Pieces has been renewed. Uh, Scorpion has been canceled. Good. That show sucked. What? No, I liked it. I was t- We were talking... Uh, over the weekend in the dressing room and that scorpion was one of those when you say wholesome i'm not talking you know the andy griffith show wholesome but yeah you know there was nothing too gratuitous in there it was you could the whole family could watch it and cheer the good guys uh seems though fox and cbs in particular have been pretty ruthless yeah but they usually do that kind of stuff right right but i hope they have good stuff to replace it that's the problem when you um, 
when you cancel something, it's almost like repeal and replace. As, okay. You know, not to get political on this, but oh, for seven years, go. the GOP was whining, oh, Obamacare sucks. And then they finally get in power and no one had a plan to repeal and replace. It was like he had seven years to come up with something, people. So I was really unimpressed with that. Like, you know, everyone complains about the weather. No one ever does anything about it. So, uh, yeah, The Exorcist TV series, which I was enjoying, has been... Well, Gotham got renewed. Gotham got renewed, although I'm like a season behind on it because, again, it's all uh, racked up on my DVD. Well, they're saying it's the final season. See, people, they're doing it right. They're ending the show. Well, it'll be interesting because the kid, he he was a kid. What, What do you think as an actor does? Like when someone you've been working on a series or a project for you know five ten years, and they're like, "Hey, this is gonna be the final season." I'm like, "Well, I guess I gotta look for more work." <laughs> well, it does give them a heads up. Um, Opposed to these other places, uh, other shows. Oh, we're canceled. Yeah, and I, I gotta feel bad for like the other because the day that Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled, there were two other shows that got canceled too: um, Last Man on Earth and The Mick. And everyone was, save 99, save 99. And NBC swoops in and grabs and says, yeah, it's coming home because it was an NBC Universal's production. And and I just hate to be a member of the cast of the of Last Man on Earth going, hey, what about us? Are we the, you know, red-haired stepchild here? No one's trying to save us. So, okay. So. Well, I mean, you're a big TV guy, so. But, uh, so, but talking about Gotham ending, I wonder how they're going to end it. Because much like um, Smallville, which ran for 10 years about Superboy, and I actually, over the weekend, I was on the computer and I had Hulu, and I stumbled across Smallville. So I just watched the last episode, you know, 10 years in, because they say at the end he's going to be in his costume for the first time. It was really bad because every time it was a full body shot of him, it was bad CGI. You couldn't see his face. Oh, yeah. Well, you're TV and you're on the... I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing with Gotham. And you're, because... on, and you're on the CW. Oh, is the kid still a kid, though, the, who plays Bruce Wayne? I mean, he's probably 16, 17 now, so he can't be Batman next year when they close the showdown. So are they going to get someone else? Or are they going to flash well, what do you what do you want them to do? Do you want them to show an adult Batman? Who no, cares? I, I want them to keep going till this kid grows up and becomes Batman before our very eyes. Okay. Right. That's, that's what I want. Here's some more. Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com, Condos FM, 104.5, 106.1. We are broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook and all these great places. Hello, jurors outside. We'll be back after these messages. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star. It is 928 on the dot. Mornings with Lone Star. Dick and Skippy. Sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. It's already 75 degrees. Going to get up to 92. 
Cloudy today and tonight and tomorrow. 1% chance of rain. Sunshiny for the rest of the week through Sunday. Uh, humidity, 94%. Holy cow. That's, uh, that's humid. Anyhow, traffic, hopefully the uh, accidents on 45 may be clearing up. If you're caught in them, you happen to be listening to us. If you're dial hopping and, and you get us instead of the Indian station that shares a frequency with us uh, on the west side of town, give us a call, 936-647-3776. Hit us up on Facebook, uh, IRLoneStar.com, or tune in to us. I'm waving at the camera now on YouTube Live. Dick and I are here. You can yeah. see us. Who are you waving to? Uh, the camera. Okay. So people, oh, I'm waving the wrong. Hold on. Wait, which well, you know how we at? were talking TV. Did you know who's replacing that uh, actor on Lethal Weapon? Uh yeah, Stifler. Stifler. Stifler yeah. from American Pie. So, for those of you who didn't know, um, there's a TV version of Lethal Weapon, which I just thought was ill-advised from the beginning. But uh, Clay Crawford is, I believe, the name of the guy who played the the Mel Gibson character, Martin Riggs, and apparently Clay had some issues with his newfound fame, I guess. Maybe he just couldn't get past his uh, porn stash. I don't know. He was rocking that porn mustache, ladies. Uh, but he's been fired. And apparently, you know, the, the the future of the show is kind of up in the air because they were offering it to different people to replace him, and no one was, was biting. Finally, over the weekend, Sean, is it William Scott? Is that his name? Yeah. And that's Sean with two N's, so he doesn't spell it cool like me. Uh, Stifler from the American Pie movies is going to be the new character. And it won't be Martin Riggs. It'll be a replacement character. So that's weird that you have... You think you just shut it down. Or just, you know, like a soap opera, have him come back as Sean William Scott. and, and Because the whole lethal weapon thing was the buddy cop motif between Riggs and Murtaugh. Now, you know, it's been done before in MASH, because, you know, you had the original books and then the movie mm -hmm. where you had Trapper John... And, and Hawkeye, and then after a while, Trapper John left, Wayne Rogers left MASH, and they brought in B.J. Honeycutt, Mike Farrell, and it took people a while to get used to that, because, like, no, 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 the whole thing was this this friendship between them. But it's okay, because Pernal Roberts came back as Trapper John, M.D., and made it all better. But, uh, so we were talking off the air, so there was a California, there's a bouncy house in California. Now, what this, happened with this? See, this is this thing, you see the... You see the story of the headline, and apparently this happens quite a bit. Uh, and I kid you not, this is like one of the tra most tragic things you can like, happen at a birthday party with the bouncy house. There's a child inside of a bouncy house. The wind picks it up and blows it into the highway. Like, what? And it, and it slammed into a car. Now, a kid was, so a nine-year-old boy was in there. He's okay. The driver of the car that hit the bouncy house was shook up. But one reason why this caught my eye, one, is because it's the hell of a hell of a headline. I want to see if I can find a video of it. But uh, there's a TV show out now called 911 and it's about, you know, 911 dispatchers and paramedics yeah. and stuff. And they actually had that happen in an episode. But instead of a, a freeway, it goes over a cliff and it's hanging on by a thread. Okay, looking at your face, you're seeing the video. <laughs> okay, people, if you're watching, you need to zoom in on Dick's face. What now? I really wish we could get the videos working on this. Is in this isn't the same situation, but it's another. I just looked up Bouncy House blown away. Come over here real quick. I want to okay, show you keep, this. Keep talking while I walk away. I'm not kidding you. This one video I'm looking at it probably it goes as tall as a palm tree. Like this, that is insane. 
It's a good. It goes about as tall as a palm tree. Look at that. Look how much air it's. And there's there's kids in there. Oh my god. <laughs> like what is going on here? That's where the kids are going. Do it again. Do it again. Man, well, that's yeah. a tragic. That's a tragic story. When I read that, I was like, man, this is this is surreal. You you don't you imagine just driving, doing your normal routine, and all of a sudden you see a bounty house flying to the. Uh, freeway in front of you well fortunately this time around uh everyone okay They're a little bumped around and stuff i guess if you're gonna be you know curdling through the countryside and into a freeway you should be in a big inflatable device it kind of helps so and we got some more good news well good news for some uh so a little while ago at uh have you ever eaten at chipotle yeah i've eaten there there's one yeah there's one on 105 yeah i've eaten there Okay, um, I, I haven't eaten... They charge ch- for, like, every little thing you've ever wanted. So, like, chips and salsa? Well, they charge you for chips, and then they charge you for salsa, and then they charge you for the canister it goes into. Wow. Well, the, well it seems probably, like it. They probably really don't, but... but well, here's, the, here's where else they messed up financially. So, apparently, in uh, California, uh, there was a manager at a Chipotle named Jeanette Ortiz, and she was accused in 2015 of stealing 626 in cash from a safe... Uh, at the Fresno Chipotle. And they were, you know, the front office was telling the world, oh, yeah, we got her on, on tape. And then when it goes to trial, they're like, oh, we the, got destroyed. We don't know what happened to it. Turns out that apparently, and I don't have to say allegedly because this has already gone through the, the legal system, she had filed a workers' comp claim about a risk for carpal tunnel. Okay. They wanted to get her back on that, so they, they made up the whole she stole the money thing. So, this lady, Jeanette Ortiz, I wonder if, I, hopefully I'm related to her somehow, because she has just been awarded $8 million for wrongful termination. I mean, Chipotle can't catch a break. Uh, weren't they in the news for something else? Yeah, like for e- their E. coli or something? Yeah, for the chicken. Is that what that was? Chipotle, Chipotle, they, Chipotle. Of course, their PR person's like, you know what we should do to get people back? Let's give away free burritos with our chicken. <laughs> Yeah, it was like free burrito day. I remember th- I remember reading that. I was like, that's a smart thing to do, I guess. We won't kill you, maybe. No, I'll tell you who actually dealt with that just fine and dandy was Jack in the Box. The, the marketing team behind that. First off, they, the, they know they've been screwing people's stomachs since they made those tacos. Well, no, they're, they're they actually, know. in the 80s, there was a, uh, uh, a E. coli outbreak from Jack in the Box. Okay. And they, they had bad meat. And what had happened was back in the early 70s, because all the jack-in-the-boxes used to have the jack-in-the-box head on top of the restaurants, an actual jack-in-the-box popping out. They had this big campaign to, to, to get rid of it, so they blew up the clown on a TV commercial. They exploded the, this big, and, like, the clown is gone. Well, flash forward about 10 years, they're, like, hurting and killing people with E. coli and their burgers, and they realized, okay, we're about to go bankrupt. So they brought back... Jack. Jack, Jack's back, and that's where that whole thing started. And because first off, they issued a mea culpa uh, about the meat. They were like, "It was us. We screwed up. We're wrong. We'll pay for anything and everything." Need be, you know, they did everything right, and then they remarketed, and there you go. As a result, Jack is back and has been for about what twenty years now, destroying people's stomachs, one bite at a, one yummy bite at a time. I'm telling you. The, those two tacos for a buck? Those deep fried tacos that's, were like lettuce not, and all. That's not just, real food. 
lettuce and all, they just dunk it in the deep Oof. fryer. <laughs> I feel sorry for that one person who's because they don't pretend who's sitting on that conveyor belt make pre making those. That's the thing. They don't pretend. Everyone else, oh, we have flame broiled. We we don't use frozen. Our our patties are square for some ungodly reason. You know, everyone else tries to cover. The Jack in the Box is we know full well what we're same thing with Taco Bell. We we do not pretend to be anybody we're not. We we provide mediocre food at awesome prices. You take your life in your hands when you eat one of our products. Well, one of our users, Jason, thinks Chipotle needs a mascot. Uh-huh. What kind of mascot would Chipotle be? A burrito? An EMT? That's true. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> a stomach pump? I don't know. Tell me the stomach pump. <laughs> Well, do you think they have like fast food? Is Chipotle fast food? I, I would put them more up there with kind of like Cause Subway's Dos Orcos. You know, like is Subway fast food. Subway would count as fast food. Now, why would it be? Why would that be fast food? Because and you, not, you stand while it's delivered. And not Chipotle. Because Chipotle, you sit down, and someone takes your order, right? No. Or you, you go up like a like Subway style, and they make it in front of you. Oh, okay. See, I've, again, I've never eaten at a Chipotle. Then I guess Chipotle would count as fast food. Okay. I'm just trying to figure this out. Because who needs a mascot? All fast food people? I mean, you never Ma- know. McDonald's has like the creepy Ronnie, Ronald McDonald. Who does? Ma- McDonald's. No. McDonald's has creepy Ronald McDonald? He has a creepy clown. Is his name Ronald McDonald? Yeah, he's not creepy. Yeah, he is. The kids love him. Well, of course they do. He's creepy. <laughs> I mean, kids like things like Five Nights at Freddy's today. I don't know if you know what that is. Look it up. That's like a thing. They sell it in the toy aisle. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. What is Five Nights at Freddy's? Look Freddy? it up. It's one of the weirdest kid things I've ever seen because... Weirder than Bionicle? It's Well, it's a nightmare. Basically, the game that it came from takes place in a Chuck E. Cheese-like establishment, and at night, the animatronics come alive and try to kill you. <laughs> but like, young, is this a video game or a board a, game? It was a what? video game originally, and now it, it like someone, whoever the weirdo at some Mattel marketing campaign goes, "Hey, we can sell this to kids," and like they have T-shirts, but it's all like marketed to five-year-olds. It's one of the strangest things. Look it up. Wow. <laughs> I think Jason's really into it. I bet Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. I would definitely. It's one of the weirdest. Have uh, to look into that because I was I was spending time with my ne- my nephew. And all like that's like his big show and tell, and everyone knows what it was. And I knew what it was. It's like, how did? Why does he know what Five Nights at Freddy's? Because I knew what it was, because it came out a long time ago. But it was one of those like games that was only available on online through a portal because some guy created it just to you know be creepy. You should look it up. I'm afraid to. I'll do it over the break in case okay. I, I have a visceral reaction no, to what it's, it's unsuitable weird. for the air. It's it's not as weird as that bounce house going as tall as a palm tree and three kids were inside of it. You're listening to Morris Lund, sorry. <laughs> I'm uh, so, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to look it up now. When right. we come back. Let's talk about the Jerusalem thing. Why, we'll talk why about is Jerusalem? That, why is that still being talked about? Because yeah, it's happening today. Are they doing the ribbon cutting today? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one way that's to put nice. it. That's nice. And a you know, Green Beret you know, decides to waterboard himself. We'll talk does about that Does count? Too. Well, he didn't like literally pour the water over his face. We'll right. talk about it when we come back about why he did it. Okay. Morris yeah. Lone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee. Clean sweep office cleaning. Thank you, Jason. You think Jose the illegal the illegal alien should be Chipotle's? Thank you. That's a great idea, Jason. We can bring back the Frito Burrito. Uh, the Frito Bandito from uh Fritos. 
No. Hi. We'll be back. Orange yeah. Lone Star. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Welcome back. Hello. This is Jose, the legal alien, with Morning's Lone Star, mascot of Chipotle. See. Si. Yeah. The only way we could possibly make that even more racist is to have a Caucasian guy like you actually play Jose. Is that like, see, si, senor, okay. I am Jose. So we kind of teased a little bit. Welcome back to Morning's Lone Star. We're on Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. We are Montgomery County's morning radio show. We're going to give away two tickets to Taste Fest at 1030 today with a trivia question. And uh, we're talking about the Jerusalem place opening up. Is it like a ribbon-cutting kind of thing? Actually, I have a feeling there's somebody broadcasting it right now. Is it happening right now? Is what now? The, the, you, you, what are you doing? I'm checking headlines. Oh, we're talking about Jerusalem. This is like yes. your, this is your soapbox moment. This is happening moment. right now. This is up your alley because it's very controversial. It is very controversial, and because um, battle literally and Let's figuratively. See, I'm trying to see if I can find battle lines have been drawn now. Um, they're calling it Bloody Monday. Uh, hundreds wounded, um, dozens dead, as the embassy has been opened. Um, Hold on, wait, this just happened. Yeah, this has been happening. Well, I'm like today. There's yeah, yeah. This, someone tried to blow it. So yeah, something did happen. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is this is significant. Um, so as people know, or maybe not, they're literally using slingshots, uh, like old school David and Goliath. I'm yeah, just watching the videos. And well, and it's like the day after um, President Trump pulled out of the uh, Iranian deal. When I say deal with quotation marks, it was it was an executive order. You know, the Iranians never even signed it. We've already talked about that. But no, we didn't talk about the Iranians. But I'm saying Iran... There there wasn't even a paper napkin. ...shot uh, missiles into Israel over that. And unfortunately, Israel has their iron shield, the missile defense system, anti-missile defense system, which took care of it. But this, and and again... Man, why would you want to go stay there? When I typed in Jerusalem, I was trying to see if they have like a live broadcast. It's mm -hmm. trying to get me to go visit them. Three-star hotels averaging $120. Well, it is for so many viewed on so many different sides viewed as the holy city. Which one is? Which one has the iron gate on the side of the iron? What would you call it? Uh, it's the iron shield. Uh, that would be Tel Aviv. So I need, to, I need to be there if I want to go there. Yeah, Tel Aviv. That's and that's crazy. where the embassies have been in Tel Aviv. But Tel Aviv is not the, uh, has been like the de facto uh, capital. Now, here's the thing, because people are going bonkers on Facebook and everything. Oh, Trump leading us to World War III. Can you imagine being assigned to that embassy? Oh, I I bet uh, there are U.S. Marines jockeying for position to be there. Really? Oh, yeah. Man, that'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. It's uh, To be an embassy Marine, you have to really hit certain qualifications. Okay. Uh, So there's other people in the embassy besides Marines, right? Yeah. Sorry, my mind just went to the embassy personnel, uh, (laughs) CIA operatives. Um, diplomatic person. Jose the illegal alien. Jose the illegal aliens. Probably no, legal. There. Jose the legal. That's the mascot. Oh, okay. 
is he a dreamer or did he uh I mean, no, did he go we're through we're not giving a backstory to a Chipotle mascot. He just recovered from E. coli. That's his backstory. But was he north or south of the border? I did don't he, know. He's did legal. he contract the E. coli not, south not, of the border and illegally cross north to get US well, no, health Jose benefits for is free? From Vietnam. So now you're Jose's from Vietnam. Yeah, does. I'm telling you, you need to play Jose because that way we can just defend everybody. Yeah. With one fell swoop. But anyhow, what, how do you see this Jerusalem thing play, uh, playing out? Because I feel like well, the embassy's that's a there. huge target. Huge yeah. target. Well, now. The, well, it is. But I lived in England during the IRA, where uh, everyone was target. Yeah, everyone was a target, and you know, the embassy was attacked many times. Uh, the U.S. embassy? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Uh, no embassy was safe um, when the IRA was was doing their thing. Here's Skippy's take on this. Yes, this is very bloody, and any any loss of life is horrible. This is something that was resolved by Congress in 1995, 23 years ago. And Clinton and Bush, so both, you know, presidents, this is not a Democrat thing, it's not a Republican thing, kept on kicking the can down the line. Funding was secured well, for this embassy. because, like, what we just, we both agree to is, that now that, I mean, that's target. But, uh, and so I'm leading to this. This is what's been driving me crazy over the last couple of weeks with some media outlets. Well, of course, the media is going to misrepresent what's going on. So the terrorists are really upset with this move. And so there are those in the media who are agreeing with the terrorists. When you agree with the, you want to be on the other side of what the terrorists want. Much I, like I much like uh, Haspel, the, the CIA, the nominee for CIA director right now. And she operated under Obama's pick for CIA director. And he's the guy that actually instituted the waterboarding. And so she, they're like, oh, you love waterboarding. No, I was following orders because it was legal back then. Um, but the media is saying that one of the people firmly opposed to her being confirmed as head of the CIA is the guy who masterminded 9-11. You, you know what I've so found if, through... if he is against her, then you want to be for her. If the bad guy is against someone... You want to be for them if the, if the terrorists are against a, a, an embassy in Jerusalem. You want to be for it. You know what I found doing a little research about embassies. What? Did you know the state of Texas had it? The country of Texas had an embassy in London. Really? Yeah. And from awesome. 1842 to 1845. Well, that makes sense. I thought that was really cool. That is cool. I like that a lot. So this uh, this will settle down. I believe. Here's the thing: you we're need, there, so you, we're not pulling you, out. You need to get on the Facebook chat. There, Jason. Jason here is, is Jason going bonkers. Yeah. We want folks to join us on Facebook if you're if it's possible because it's uh it's getting a little little heated. Good, get the conversation going. That's the whole point to have some civil discourse and and with uh, opposing views. Love to, yeah, get it going. Well, no, I learned that about the Republic of Texas. I don't know if there's other ones. There might be one in Paris too. I can keep looking, but I know they in London you can take a picture. They don't actually have the building anymore. They just have a plaque, just signifying this is where it was. So the. I guess the punchline to this, because you asked what's going to happen, it's... Yeah, there was one in Paris, too. What? America yeah. is... The embassy is in Jerusalem now. The U.S. embassy is in Jerusalem. We don't pull out embassies easily, meaning we're there. So... So why could you have two? I'm sorry? Why couldn't... Like, where's the, where was the older one? Tel Aviv. So, Mo most countries have their embassies in Tel Aviv. Okay. For Jerusalem, like mm -hmm. partnerships with right, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is so hotly contested. Okay. And, and I'm not on either side. You know, who deserves it? Who gets it? Palestinians, Israelites? That's not for me well, to say. Well, I mean, could the United States put two embassies there? One for Palestine and one for— Is that because we, we recognize Palestine as a state? Is that the problem there? The two countries can't share the same capital. So by the okay. recognition of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, that 
precluded is this any like a Palestinian. Taiwan thing? Is, was this like Taiwan? Okay. I'm trying to, well, trying to, I'm trying to understand. Uh, actually, now Jason would be like really qualified to answer that one. Now that's just interesting. Mean. No, no, no. I mean that. He, no, I'm he's just he's got you, the uh, he's got the uh, the know-how. But is it like Taiwan one. though? Well, yeah, China. We say there are like, two. You Chinas. can't say it, but it is it, right? Well, remember, Israel's only been a state since the 1940s. Okay. Israel was actually created as a nation. Okay. In the in the 40s. So the the, the thousand year history that that's been so contested, Syrians, Assyrians, Palestinians, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's been shifted. Mesopotamia, yeah, exactly. And so you're you're divvying up because you have two separate religions who view it as their religious center, their that's holy scary. city, and it's my religion. That's why it'll be so difficult to have peace in the Middle East because who's going to back down? I feel it's like putting Baptists you, and Catholics again, together. Do you think we could do similar how my I proposed that idea of making Donald Trump's presidency into a musical? Could you do one? The Tel Aviv Tango? Yeah. That'd be a great that'd be a, I'm there. I mean that I'm trying to learn history here, and that's the best way I, I learn <laughs> history is through song. Well, and if dance. you want to know the Cold War, watch uh, chess, the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical about a chess game. And if you ever heard the song One Night in Bangkok, uh, that's I don't from know, I don't know what you do chess. on the weekends, man. I don't need to know. I don't need <laughs> to know. But you know what? What? You are listening to Morning's Lone Star. What? Are we done with the Drew something? I just wanted to... Yeah, but I'd love to keep the conversation going on the air, off the air. I think it's great because this is profound and one, it's world-changing one way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's interesting, especially doing like a live deal because right when I saw somebody was going to be there doing it live, I was like, someone's going to attack that place. Oh, and yes. And but... The U.S. is resolved for it. We know it's a target, but to put an embassy and you just don't pull up stakes, that's a diplomatic nightmare. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. It'll test our resolve. Well, I'm glad Texas figured it out. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not around for that when it, they did figure it out. You know, I learned that I am... I'm, I was here before Texas was here. My family was. Really? Yeah. Were you like the Von Schistlers or something from the no, was, Ottoman Empire? Uh, there was I have a distant uncle or not, I mean I don't know how his last name was Cochrane. He had two brothers, and one fought at the Battle of San Jacinto, one fought at the Alamo, and then uh, yeah, and before that though they were here before that, so I have no idea. There's a lot of history here that I don't even know about. Maybe I need to go to 23andMe and see that I'm part of this world, right? There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, Lone Star Community Radio. We want to give a special shout out to a listener, Carly. She's outside. If you can hear us, Carly, give me a thumbs up. Nope. I guess the speakers outside aren't working. She uh, she wrote into the station via Facebook. I just want to say hi to her too. Hello, hi. Carly. Hi. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah there you go. Been, there you go. The delay. Wonderful, wonderful. It's nine fifty-four right now. We're going all the way to eleven o'clock today. Join in. We're having a good talk. We're having a good conversation. And thanks, Jason, for informing us. We're we're gonna follow up with that. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Discovery Maps are awesome, but you know what's even more awesome? The free local guide to so many towns, downloaded at discoverymap.com. Right here, in my hand, I am holding the pulse of this town. The shopping, the food, stuff to do, cool places to stay, and stuff you, like, need to know about. Pick up the map, discoverymap.com. 
Hello. Welcome back. Broadcasting Nine. live from Jerusalem. No, <laughs> 9.58 on the dot. Uh, great conversation on the air and off the air. Yeah, thank you, Jason, for giving us a little reflection. Yeah, great insights. And actually, uh, Skippy agrees with Jason. Uh, we're comparing. Um, he still hasn't gotten on Facebook, though, Jason. Well, so. he, Can you not do that now? Later. Do you not have that tablet have Facebook? Uh, I guess he needs to upload it up on the Facebook. I tend to just have okay. Facebook on the phone. Okay. Uh, it is, I don't want to change your I ways. forgot that Ivanka Trump is actually out there. Talk about putting your daughter in the line of fire. Wasn't she married to a guy that's Yeah, Jewish? Jared Kushner. And yeah, so they're but they're, they're there at the embassy. I mean, she's there at the dedication. I told you that they're they're live streaming it. I'm yeah. telling you, something's gonna happen. And I get a bad feeling um, about it. But yeah, we had a good like response. Han Solo from, said, "We got a bad feeling about this." <laughs> good response from listener Jason. The comparing, contrasting, uh, the is Israel Palestine. Well, Jason's smarter than he looks. He's smarter than you. Well, I mean, we have we have to agree with that, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, he's I got hope the life he, experience too. I hope he's up. Are you up, Jason? Or are you in bed? What are you doing? Don't, wait, no, he's going to send pictures. Oh, okay. We don't, we're not that curious, man. But yeah, there is a an uncomfortable uh, comparison with China and Taiwan. It's it's who America views as our friend at this time. And once I'm, upon a time, I'm telling you, we were bestest learned, buddies with Iran. I learned so much through the show West Wing. Absolutely, yeah. They had a whole Taiwan thing episode. And that's why I was kind of like, oh, really? Also in the Jack Ryan books, you know, the Tom Clancy books about Jack Ryan, when he becomes yeah. president, he actually calls them, accidentally calls them the two Chinas. And of course, China goes bonkers over that. Like, is China views Taiwan as part of China? Taiwan has other plans. North and South Korea, same basic premise. And Israel-Palestine. There are some... Um, now, do you see this? I mean, and this is always going to be an ongoing discussion with with foreign politics is the role of the United States in everyone's business. Now, no. the move, which was more of like, I always see uh, when you, when you look at like the Donald Trump and like what he's telling people, what he's doing, it's almost like he just goes, Hey, I'm actually going to be doing what we've been trying to been doing. 1995. This happened. That and others, it, you're absolutely right. So, but we, we the long run though, we you see this being really bad or really good. Or just do business as usual because we're actually doing what we said we're going to do. I feel that you can't maintain business as usual, especially as more and more of the Middle East becomes nuclear ready. Yeah. Um, the way it's been done has not been working. You know, I didn't Is this like... the right thing? I don't know, but it's a new thing. Well, the one thing I don't like is I was reading uh, a political uh, commentary post about Iran, and Iran was the reporting that. Since they're backing out of the deal, they're going to release the names of donors and things like that who they've given money to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why would you use it as a threat? Like, I feel like that's what you should do. Uh, and again, let's look at this logically. Iran is upset because we pulled out of the deal. But the deal was supposed to be spanking Iran. So they should be happy I feel like that the deal I feel is like no longer in conversation place. conversation like this happens just because Donald Trump's involved. Exactly. That's the whole point. It's when the bad guy is for something, you want to be against it. When the bad guy is against something, you want to be for it. If the bad guys, Iran, and they are the bad guys, sorry, are opposed to That's U.S. pulling out, well, we're responsible for the current state of Iran. Ever since we deposed the uh, Carter administration, got rid of the Shah of Iran and put in the Ayatollah Khomeini, based on uh, Secretary of State going over there, said, Coming back to tell President Carter, I met this really nice guy named the Ayatollah. He's a little religious, but I think we can work with him. So the U.S. set about to depose the Shah of Iran. 
and instituted the current uh, theological-based government there, and we've been paying for it ever since. So why don't you go do something about this? Why are you telling me? That was my old life. I, I, I gave that it. one up. I believe it. And now I'm on the radio today. Just like the tumbleweed. <laughs> the tumbleweed is coming into town. Coming into town. Does a couple of pl- up to the Does bar a couple of plays, gives his political commentary, and then he leaves. And then I leave. <laughs> That's me in a nightmare. No, I was saying nightmare, not a nutshell. I was looking at Five Nights at Freddy's and thinking, "What a nightmare!" Tell, I told be. you that's that, that's weird well, that that's targeded to kids because so I don't think Dick showed me these. Pictures. I don't think the creator intended it to be for kids, but someone approached him and said, "Hey, can we get the image rights? These could be really cute plush toys." And then they turn into nightmare plush toys. <laughs> well, the, don't they have that little that? There's a bear that looks cute, a little animal, and you squeeze it, and it the, gets, the eyes pop out. Yeah, and the the teeth turn to fangs. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know what toys you're playing. No, it was like it was big on the uh, uh, big on the uh, uh, Christmas wish list. The other thing we talked about, and oh, I want to, yeah, I want to get back to it here. Uh, someone, uh, a uh, uh, Green Beret. Okay. Oh, waterboarded himself. Yeah, Water- you were talking well, about that. Well, allowed it, allowed himself to be waterboarded. And when I say waterboarded himself, I don't mean he, you know, tied himself down and poured water on his face, but he. Uh, allowed himself to be waterboarded in an attempt to show from his perspective, you know, the difference. And the, again, this is a, co- a topic that I would love to have other people chime in on. Is enhanced interrogation equivalent to torture? Well, how Does can, it how work? can you argue that? that? That is torture. How? You're forcing somebody to do something they don't want to do. Okay. Wouldn't that be, what, what, what you're talking about like the truth, you're talking about like legal definition? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that why this is that why waterboarding is such a hot topic? Because mm-hmm. there's no one like officially decided what it is. Right. Really? I always thought everyone knew it was torture. Well, torture, you know, traditional is you know, bamboo shoots under the fingernails. Yeah. Uh the tying you to a chair and busting your groin with Give, a with giving a carpet you botulism. Beater, like, yeah. So this is a different form. And this is one that does not cause physical damage unlike other forms of torture you know you start cutting on someone or cutting pieces yeah. off that's physical tortures so of course this is this is a new thing i mean didn't they prove that even uh solitary is a form of well I, it, it, uh, that's in the eye of the beholder you know is, if torture is being forced to do something you don't want to do good luck being married people every time you go to the opera and you don't want to no by this definition it's torture I'm just. I was just curious. I was just curious. But you know, let's 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 start talking about you know. Let's talk happy stuff. Well, the World Cup's coming in a month from today. Already? Yeah. World wow. Cup. You know, the USA's in it. You know that, right? They're in it. Are they in it to win it? Though? No, they're not even in it. They failed. They failed to qualify. Oh. So I'm wondering how how big the viewership will be in the United States. <laughs> More people will be watching. Um. Well, I'm just drawing a blank on something that would be poorly watched this year. Yeah. C-SPAN 2. Ridiculous. But, yeah, I'm excited about the World Cup. You, you're just not a sports guy. So, what? I mean, what what's coming out for the summer that you're excited about? My house. That's true. A home, <laughs> a bed. A home, a bed, a separate room. <laughs> a bed. More than two doors. I mean, more than one door between me and the toilet. <laughs> so, looking forward to that. And, actually... Uh, just catching up on on a lot of stuff. Uh, the beginning of the year was kind of wacky. Yeah. Don't mind being in the house, catching up on work, catching up on stuff, yard work. In fact, I need to swing by uh, 
there were a whole bunch of weeds in my yard that had sprung up. So I went to Home Depot and bought the, uh, you know, the weed killer that you tie into your, uh, your hose. And they said overnight results. So I haven't been back there in a few days. I need to go have a look. Man, you sound like you sound like you lead an exciting life. <laughs> right. I can see you going there and be like, wink, wink, hey. Oh, I got to tell you about that. I got this weird wink, wink this weekend. I was out of place having a drink, adult beverage with Holly and her friends. And they had this gambling thing inside, but it had a huge sticker on top saying, we did not pay out. This is for entertainment purposes only. And I was like, why would anyone spend money on this? But then the guy's like, oh, well, we don't pay out. Wink, wink. Right. <laughs> so if you're an officer of the law, I know a place. <laughs> no, I'm Watch just out. I'm just kidding. The Cali cartels coming out. I just now. well immediately when he when that started happening, I looked up I looked at Holly and I go, What kind of places are you bringing me <laughs> that do this? Lone Star Community Radio, Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We want to say a special thanks to our sponsors. We got the lovely Condor Coffee Yay. and the, the Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, who did come and cleaned the studio. Thank you guys. So, we appreciate it. Is that, that is that hay still around? The hay? Yeah, I didn't even notice. Is it on the ground still? Yeah, all the peanut shells. Yeah. Yeah. Beer bottle we'll, caps. We'll be right back. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. It's 10.10 in the morning on Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. He's still Dick. I'm still Skippy. We're sponsored by Oh So Yummy Conroe Coffee. That's right. If you see us live on YouTube, you'll see that Conroe Coffee takes care of us as we try to take care of them. Also sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thanks, guys. It is already 81 degrees outside. The official Lone Star Radio weather tree says there ain't a lick of breeze out there right now. And it's going to be a hot un. Get up to 92, but get down to 65 tonight. So the White House YouTube channel has the live stream from three hours ago. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in seeing it. It's just a bunch of dudes talking. Oh, yeah, right now. it's a, Lots of talking happening. I'm going to bring this over here so people can see. Hold on. There but you go. It, but it can't steal my focus. Hold on, you can't. I, nope. I mean, I'm already out of focus. I don't there care. We go. There we go. You can't even see me anyway, so might as well just, just cover the curtains. Well, who would I look at then? That's true. That's what brings me in here every morning to to look at your face for two I hours. I thought it was today. my sweet voice. Uh, the, the, your sweet sweet voice. Well, see, I can listen to your sweet sweet voice over the air, yeah. but it's the face that goes with the voice that gets it's my true. motor turning. It's true. Okay, getting off of our morning bromance back to the news. What what headlines do you have? Well, I wanted to tell you for the ticket sub this week, I'm reviewing The Postman because you talked about it. And the I, the and Kevin Costner one. The Kevin Costner Not movie. Not Il Postino, the, no. the the Italian one. No. Okay. Awesome. I'm talking about Postman. The Postman. The Postman. So I'm excited about watching. It's like a two and a half hour movie. So have you not seen it? I saw it when it came out. I went to the movie theaters with my brother, and I don't really remember too much about it. 
So I just remember that he somehow casually falls into people believing he's the postman. Right. And that was it. And it was really ridiculous. The music was ridiculous. I remember that. Well, the kind of a bummer about it, it's Tom Petty had a cameo in the movie. Yeah, I saw kind that. Kind of playing himself. You know, like, oh. wait, weren't you famous once? Oh, I was once. And now, of course, Tom Petty said that means Tom Petty could never be in the real life version of the postman. I hope I'm not around for the real life postman. Because remember, like the bad guy in that, he said he was a Xerox repairman beforehand. So it means that whatever went down happened quick. Yeah. A relatively quick. And one thing I love about the movie, I, I like it. I, I know people, he was just coming off of Waterworld. And so people are like, why the heck would you do two very long, very depressing post apocalyptic post-apocalyptic future movies in a row because Waterworld just blew chunks because of the writing was just terrible. But the Postman, I really got off on it. Uh, He was a believable character. He was very flawed. Why don't you do a play? Of the Postman? Well, you you can't just take a movie and turn it into a play. You have to secure the rights and and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, you know, that's something that could even be a musical. But one thing I loved about the Postman is that it actually settles a big argument a lot of people have with post-apocalyptic movies or tv shows like how can society just fall apart so quickly you know surely there'd be something well i think that's why like big tv shows like the walking dead are losing their viewers because they're not focusing on that too much anymore it's not about the apocalyptic world it's more of i'm tired of watching these characters try to kill each other where clearly there's an end to this apocalyptic lifestyle at one point right yeah and i have to admit i think what really jumped the shark with the walking dead universe was the sequel show they have you're the walking dead and actually it's a prequel show because it starts with the you know the day of the the whole zombie apocalypse walking dead it was like a month or so into it so you're everyone's playing catch up you can understand it but to see how rapidly it all falls apart is very unbelievable you know, people become murdering cannibals within, you know, three days of your air conditioner being turned off. And I just, I don't see that. Well, I, I even had a, a conversation with Holly about, I wish movies and shows would give you a reference of time. Either like a day counter at the bottom right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like how many days are we supposed to be, especially in an apocalyptic sense, because you really have no idea. You don't see them eat. You don't see them use the restroom. So you don't know if it's like a 24 scenario. What are you laughing at? Uh, I'm about to get very meta here. Okay. Well, so we have a listener here who just sent a picture of us on his computer screen. <clears throat> so in the dark, by the way. Yeah. So, so we, don't what we're what, doing, we don't know what he's doing. So I'm holding up the picture to the camera. So what you're seeing is a picture of a picture of a picture of us. Okay. Cool. If that's not meta, I don't know. No, what it is. I'm excited about watching the movie, and we're we will review it. And then uh, Eat, Pray, Love is the group rewind movie we're going to watch. Okay. And my favorite thing, this is, what, this is what I love. I don't know anything about this movie. The only reason— They eat, they pray, and they well, love. That, the only reason we're doing this is because we're doing a ticket giveaway for the uh, Taste Fest. And so we made, a, we made a deal for this show, for this Thursday show, is we have to come up with the synopsis and what we think it's about. Because no, <laughs> none of us have seen it. No I, cheating. Don't no, look at like, IMDb. Yeah, like nothing like that. Because I, because we started talking about it, and I was like, the only reason I chose this one because we're looking for a, a movie that we, I guarantee, we've none, none of us have seen, 
and then the, the audience can have fun with it and we can make fun of it. Because usually group, group rewind movies are like that. Like it's just kind of fun to you know poke fun at those kind of movies. Cool. But I was like, yeah, why don't we do Eat, Pray, Love? And everyone's like, no, it's a horrible movie. I'm like, oh, you seen it? No. Then why don't we see it? How do, yeah, how do you know? Maybe it's just bad press. Well, in the in the karma department, a Las Vegas DUI lawyer got charged with, you guessed it, DUI. Las Vegas attorney who often defends drunk driving suspects is facing a bench trial after being arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence himself. The Las Vegas Review-Journal reports that 56-year-old John Leo Duffy was arrested and a, a bench trial is scheduled for July the 9th, a day before my birthday. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, yeah, he was released on his own recognizance. He works closely with vehicular crimes of the county DA's office. Sorry, Mr. Duffy, should be careful. Speaking of uh, DA's office, I talked with uh, a, an assistant district attorney here in the Montgomery County office. Remember a few weeks ago we were talking about Sumi, the new uh, the witness dog? Yes. Yeah, we, we're going to get Sumi in here maybe with— Sumi was already in here. Well, uh, one of those lesser shows, the Moon on, on our show. Uh, along with those that Chaco is that the other dog? So we're going to get Sumi and Chaco in here. Because, see, we have video. So they can—we have video. Thank so you. they can see us. They can see the dogs. So yay, Sumi and Chaco— now that they've warmed up with the other show. What show were they on? I think they're on uh, Margie Taylor's. Oh, okay. Which is today at noon. Well, there you go. Thank you. What, <laughs> what Sorry. You, what you got next? No, it's, it's all you, my friend. Just, yeah, I'm just trying to cover, recover. It was so Mother's Day. I, I mean, I blew up Mother's Day. There were so many moms yesterday. We got ridiculous. So tell me. what because... It was all family. Mm -hmm. And it was just uh, one thing I've realized is when all, all family gets together and they all have kids around the same age, it's almost like the kids have some type of psycho, like, psych link or some type of connection. Psychic link, uh-huh. And then they all know how to cause trouble. And it's like waves. Like, they move around like tornadoes throughout the yard and through the... I mean, it was, it was getting ridiculous. The worst thing about it, though, is there were puppies on the farm. So everyone had to touch a puppy. So everyone's touching puppies... And then, so no one knows where all the puppies are, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was, it was a little scary. I don't want to talk anymore about the puppies because their lives could be endangered. Now, they're earlier, cute, they're really cute puppies. Were they cute puppies? Yeah, they're really cute puppies. Yeah, I want my dog. When when I get my house they're back, right I there, get my dog They're back. right there at that stage, the infant stage, where they're some, like semi-blind at the very, very beginning. You know what I'm uh -huh. talking about? Yeah, it's really. Oh. So... You were telling me off the air, and I don't, I don't know if you tease it on the air, that you got a nudge, nudge, wink, wink from someone, right? Yeah, we went to this place, and I don't know if, if anyone's listening knows anything about gambling, legal gambling in Texas, because we're walking up to a, the place, and it has signs all over it, like, we have a permit, gaming permit. But then when I go inside, I was like, why does it have that? And then you see those gas station-style uh, like jackpot machine, machine oh. things, and it says, we do not pay out. So I, I still don't. I mean, the addiction's real, I guess. Like that's that's where people go and get their the gambling addiction, where they don't win. So where's the addiction part? Isn't that whole kind of the cycle of the addiction is you win sometimes? So it's like, oh, I can always win. So something's going on at that. I mean, how can that be? How do, how do police officers not investigate that? Like once a week? What's going on here, guys? Let's well, think about the sheer number of okay, are you on the prostitution 
squad or are you on the illegal gambling squad or are you on the speed trap squad or so there's only so much you can do but there's good news today breaking news give me the breaking news sound effect breaking news i'll take it the supreme court today struck down a federal law barring sports gambling in a sweeping decision that could soon lead to legalized sports betting in dozens of states the Supreme Court ruled 6-3 to strike down the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act. Uh, this marked a defeat for the federal government and sports organizations who fought to uphold the current ban in most states. The 1992 law had barred gambling on football, basketball, baseball, and other sports with some exceptions, like allowing people to you could uh, wager on a single game only in Nevada. But now the Supreme Court ruling gives states the go-ahead to legalize sports betting if they want. I am a fan of this. This is... I think states, with the exception of full faith and credit stuff like driver's licenses and stuff like that, each state can determine the laws like that if it allows gambling, if it allows. Well, betting. I mean, that's one thing I'd always, I was always curious about the longevity of a state, and there's so many opportunities to make money off of taxes mm -hmm. that don't directly impact the individual families. In a sense, like we don't tax the family, we'll tax a business that the family likes to use. And gambling always seemed like one of those things where if you just legalized it, like it, it's always going to be going on. Like no one's going to stop gambling. And to make it a punishable offense. It, it, that is a slippery slope argument because I do agree with you, but then there's like, well, if you legalize pot, then cocaine will be next. Not necessarily. In fact, that's why you have these pilot programs. It's important for states like Colorado to legalize pot. To see how, ever, believe me, forty-eight other states are sitting back watching. Well, what, to see yeah, what what's happens. strange about it is your 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 income of is something from nothing. It's not like you're splitting an income or you're changing the way a flow of money works. It's like this thing never existed, now it exists. That's and why it, it can be positive. That's why I'm a member of the party that's for tax cuts, not tax increases, for that very purpose. When we say cuts, you mean I mean I, I don't don't see why you do cuts. It's more of like we well, can, a, a decent tax rate. Well, I mean, I would even say like the tax the tax history between like tobacco is getting kind of ridiculous. And that's the problem with the, I mean, that's crazy. When to they charge started that much money. well, and that's the thing. It's when I was smoking, I could buy I paid 2.11 for a pack of the cigarettes that I smoked. I could buy a carton at CVS for $20. Nowadays, you can't buy two packs for $20. Maybe, but, maybe three but if I mean, you're lucky. I'd be interested to see and it's similar to um how to circumvent an idea like for example we want people never to smoke cigarettes again that's our goal right because they're so bad for you but we can't just ban them because people can enjoy themselves with it mm -hmm. well so it how, is a naturally growing weed <laughs> well no but then it's, it's like so the decision is we put heavier taxes on them or why don't they do the roundabout way where it's like you can't get life insurance if you're a smoker well that's already in there you know when life insurance they ask you or do you do any kind of tobacco product including vaping and they will, you know, if you say no and then you go in for a thing, that's the first thing they test for. But that's the problem. Like, cigarettes is a well, great what idea. what about health care, too? I mean, that, I imagine that's the same. You pay a premium, don't you? People are trying to do that. And that's where, with the ACA, people were concerned about that, that if I'm a smoker and I get cancer, I'm not going to be covered. Because, um, well, I don't want to get on the, uh, the, well, the health care. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just trying to understand, you know, to accomplish something. Because well, we can, you can do you can you can choose a political argument and just sit there and go like throw stuff at a wall, 
but like it, what I've learned through like say raising the um, minimum salary or minimum uh, minimum wage, wage uh-huh. instead of doing something direct, like passing a law saying you got to be fifteen dollars an hour. There's another way to do it where you you encourage businesses to spend money on a, a, a good a, a worker. If you pass a law worth, to say you got to go from five dollars to fifteen hours, basically a two hundred percent increase, then there the companies would be in every right to do a two hundred percent increase on all their goods. Because I'd be interested to see the the wage difference between McDonald's across the United States, because they're all not the same. No, but it's an entry level position. That's what. What is I'm saying? But like certain areas that have are you know, higher demand. Mm-hmm. It's like say New York City. What is what is the average McDonald's worker make inside? I'm talking about downtown. I know there's McDonald's. There's Gabby McDonald's in downtown. Like I'm talking about Times Square. And then what's well, what's the McDonald's over there in Cleveland, Texas? What what what's someone making there? Well, it's all supply and demand. Yeah. There you know, in New York there are three billion kids ready to flip burgers for five bucks an hour. So if one does you know, if one demands fifteen dollars an hour, fine, you're out. I'll bring in someone at five. That's you need companies need to encourage people. Uh, there need to be incentives. Uh, but with the cigarette smoking tax, that's a great point you started to raise, Dick. Is I remember when that was going down when the previous administration was going, We're gonna tax the heck because we want people to quit smoking. So we're going to tax them out of existence. But then a lot of social services were reliant on that tax. So they were too good. They taxed them so high that people stopped smoking. When they stopped smoking, the tax revenue suddenly disappears. So you're you're waiting for this money. Well, that's what I was saying. Like you're if you're trying- you're banking on people still wanting to smoke. Yeah, and that's wrong to me. It's like it's very duplicitous, um, very hypocritical to say, well, we want to save your life, so we're going to tax cigarettes. Uh, but don't quit. Don't tack them, tack them so high that we can still get yeah. your money. It's weird. The history yeah. of it's weird. That's what yep. I'm saying. Like you're trying to figure out where else can we get revenue, and that's why you look at those current illegal activities like gambling, certain styles of gambling in Texas, and then you look at like marijuana, like what they're Again, doing in Colorado. It's, it's always a pilot program. Like when the horse track came here, people were like, oh, here comes the mafia. Didn't happen. When the lotto showed up for Texas, look where the horse track is today. Yeah, right. Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Uh, Are they shutting down Greyhound? Are they shutting down the Greyhound? I think they did, because I know there's some like live events they do there. I think they're doing more of like all all weekend deal. The problem is an animal-based sport. People, you you know, tend to turn against it. Well, I know. Hey, if you're you're looking for puppies, (laughs) I know where you can get some. And they're they're cute puppies too, right? Yeah, the Calahula. Calahula. You ever heard of Calahula dog? No. Look it up. It's pretty, pretty dog. Calhua. Catalahula. Catalahula. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We'll be back. Hey, guys. This is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio.
10.30 on the dot. We got 30 right. minutes left in this ship. Going down. Taste Fest tickets, folks. It's that time. We're giving away two tickets to Taste Fest. It's the 8th annual Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce's Taste Fest that's happening on June 7th. I'm going to have to like go on a starvation diet for like a week beforehand. I feel the same way. This way we can take care of everything. So Dick is opening up the official ticket envelope. Pass them over here and I'll show them to the audience. I'll give you one. So we got two tickets. It's a $50 value just to get kind of go down what Taste Fest is. Basically, the uh, Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber invites its members and also participating restaurants in the area to display their goods for you to taste a little bit of little, little cups or whatever they want to do. They don't get like, you know, full hamburgers out. Right. Maybe they give you full Jack and Box tacos, but but uh, it's happening on you June seventh. June seventh from five to eight p.m. All you can eat. Uh, the the tickets are twenty five dollars at the door, fifteen dollars in advance. So if you want to buy tickets and support the chamber, visit Conroe dot org. And uh, basically, this these two tickets include uh, admission, and then you get two adult beverages. So. It's a $50 value right here and uh, 8th Annual Taste Fest. So how we're going to give them away, uh, we've been inspired by one of our listeners, Jason. We're going to ask, if you're on the Facebook chat, you kind of have like an easy easy win here. Uh, what are three legal ways to gamble in the United, in, to, in, in the Texas? In Texas. In Texas. So what are three legal ways you can gamble in the state of Texas? And if you want to uh, write us on Facebook Messenger or comment a post, or go to Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Whatever's time-stamped, call in 936-647-3776, and you can win. So there you go. Two tickets to the 8th Annual Taste Fest. And we'll be there. Yeah. So there you go. There you are. What else is going on? I kind of have to use the restroom. Do you think you could— uh, I can I can cover it while you, know, you while you go potty. All right, cool. You should just wear depends like I do. That way it's all problem solved. Well, um, <laughs> so apparently President Trump uh, has a new burger order. Uh, this is the latest from Rudy Giuliani. So, um, you know, President Trump's uh, fondness for burgers has been well documented. Um, his McDonald's order, we all know, is the dual Big Mac. Uh, but uh, according to current Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani, who— I, I used to love Rudy Giuliani back when he was, uh, you know, mayor of New York during 9-11 and was a beacon of hope for many people. But now he's just kind of, I don't know what his deal is, but his latest news, according to Giuliani, who dined with Trump on May 6th at the Trump National Golf Club in Virginia, the president ordered himself a burger with only one half the bun. I have no idea. Apparently he's shooed the extra bun in service to his health. I got nowhere to go with that. So now we know the president has half a bun when he orders a burger now. All right. Feel better? That bathroom break brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Relieving yourself in a clean toilet never felt so good. So right? South, that's right. Southwest <laughs> Airlines, is, no worries. Southwest Airlines has been going through some stuff. Usually when bad stuff happens on an airplane, it, statistically it's been United. Have you noticed that? You mean the company United? Yeah, United Airlines. Okay. But lately, Southwest is getting some problems going and for the third time in as many weeks uh southwest airline craft aircraft had some problems this one depressurized on a flight from denver to dallas 
that they began to lose pressure at about nine o'clock on flight 861, about half an hour before landing at Dallas Love. Uh, the plane men <laughs> southwest of the plane made an uneventful landing and reported no serious injuries aside from some customers complaining of ear pain. Although passengers aboard the flight told the local TV station it felt anything but uneventful. Quote, when you're in the air 20,000 feet above the ground and don't know what's going on, it's not uneventful, said Glenn Eichelberger, who was flying. I had no idea what was going on or what the outcome was going to be. I reached over and grabbed Josh by the arm, that's his buddy, because I don't know if we were going to make it or not. There was no communication whatsoever from flight attendants or from the cockpit as to whether we were in mortal danger. Now, Dick, would you be that guy that you think the plane's going to go down? And so you're going to confess everything to Holly, and then you find out it's all going to be okay. Have you ever been in that situation, thinking you're no. going to die or something's going to be bad, and then it turns out not to be bad? So it's just me that this has happened to. Dang it. Why are you, why are you afraid of dying? I'm not. I just wanted to, you know, when you blurt something out. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I slept with the secretary, but, yeah, so that was that. So while you were going potty, I was able to regale people that Rudy Giuliani who once upon a time was just this awesome guy, the mayor of New York during 9-11, and just really a cool guy. Just seems to be kind of a comic version of himself. And now his latest thing is telling the world what President Trump orders on his hamburgers. What? Yeah. I kid you know that. He's, he's letting it be known that Trump is eating half the bun now. Only half. He wants half the Which bun. Which one? The top or the bottom? I don't know. I'm presuming the bottom. Yeah, people are so obsessed. It's I so know. weird. So what do you got for me? I, I covered that while you went to the bathroom. Nothing. I, I got nothing. You got nothing? Royal Wedding's coming up. Meghan Markle and... Oh, that's right. You like that stuff. A lot of people like that stuff. Yeah. I believe it. I would... There's love there. This is a whole new royal family. Because yep. the old royal family, you know, with Queen Elizabeth, the old days with Charles... Um, the, the, the fairy tale with Charles and Di, that's what was throwing a lot of people off. Because in England, we knew it was like the, the unspoken thing. It was almost like, you know, the Kevin Spacey. We all, you know, everyone knew, but no one wanted to say anything. Charles had mistresses. He, his long-term mistress had been Camilla Parker Bowles. Everyone How do you knew know it. this stuff? How do I? Because I lived in England. Okay. I'm just wondering. Yeah. But, I mean, it was the thing. It's like... Did Trump have an affair? Very likely. You, you know, it's, it's, everyone knows. No one talks about it. One of those things. So, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, the, the, about the, the royal, royal wedding. Royal wedding with Charles and Di. Now, do they do this much? She was 19 when they got engaged, you know. Well, that was normal in the 90s. It was the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Um, that, but not when he was almost like double her age. Yeah, that's a little and weird. in I love think, with someone I think, else. I think that's kind of strange that you're in a social circle that you have a 19 year old around. Well, she was like, carefully chosen, and that's that's really? why I know that's why I know Charles is never going to become king of England. The uh, Queen Elizabeth is just going to bypass him and take him when she abdicates, uh, and I think she's going to abdicate before she dies because if she dies, it automatically goes to Charles. She doesn't want Charles to be king. Uh, so who's she going to do? She's going to name William as the successor to the, the crown. And my sense on that came you think, from... You think he's going to be like, oh, I didn't see this coming. Oh, no, he knows. One day, he's going to be king, whether his dad's first or not. 
And I think Charles knows it, which is why the queen finally gave permission for him and her blessing for him to marry Camilla Parker Bowles. And when he married Diane, she actually had to take the virginity test. That was the thing. She had to prove I herself. That. I believe that. For, for the heirs. And that's why Camille Parker Bowles, not only was she married at the time, but could never be. So is he married to her right now? Yeah. Because the, a, after Diana died, well, he maintained right. this long-term relationship. Then Queen Elizabeth finally gave permission for them to marry. So he's married her, Camilla Parker Bowles, which means there's no way he's going to be king. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Never knew that. Charles, if you'd just been able to keep it in your pants, you could have been king, but no. And I'm sorry. It doesn't really mean anything. You just had a lot of money, right? That's it. That's not, I mean, it wasn't your money. It was just. Yeah, it's the taxpayer's money for one thing, but. (laughs) But yeah, I was king of England, but be known as the guy who got bypassed. Like, mommy didn't even give me the throne. She is. It sounds like Game of Thrones almost. they're, They're also old enough to where I don't think it'd be that, they'd be that stubborn. You don't think so? There's England, a lot of people don't know, is a caste society, and that's caste with an E at the end, which means you have your haves and you have your have-nots, and never the twain shall meet. Okay. And and commoners don't mix with lords. Let's do it. Well, we'll be giving away these Taste Fest tickets. If you know the three, uh, one of the three, how about one of the three? How about that? Or three, you can name all, just name three ways to legally gamble in the state of Texas so you can win some tickets to the 8th Annual Taste Fest. That royal wedding is really boring, so we're never talking about that. Never talking about it. What about, I was going to like live tweet when it actually happens. Yeah? Yeah. That's what okay. I was going to do. Well, you're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're going to take a quick break. This will be our last break, so stick around. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast FM and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hey, hey, 1043. We're in our final few minutes on this Monday morning, this muggy Monday morning. Still no breeze outside, according to the official Lone Star Radio weather tree. And it is humid. It's going to be hot. So if you had, ladies, if you start, or gentlemen, if you started off with big hair today, it ain't going to last. It's going to fall flat. Just thought, this, this, no. this, this is the last segment for today's show. So let's do over, let's do some weekly events. If you have an event or something you want to promote, uh, feel free to reach out to us on IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We'd love to have you as a special guest. Uh, for the rest of the week, for us, we have a special guest tomorrow, a local book writer, children's book writer, is releasing their, her second book, Itty Bitty. Is that you? Well, we're not keeping this around Halloween because it's about a spider, it looks like. But we're going to have Victoria Martin. <laughs> and also in the Titty st- Bitties. That's a, that's a statement on Holly herself. Oh, yes. So. And uh, Victoria Martin is going to be in the studio, so looking forward to that. And uh, if you have questions for her, you feel free to go on Facebook and things like that. And uh, uh, also, we're going to have Scott back in this, into the studio from the city of Conroe. If you didn't know, May 17th, uh, this week is going to be 
the uh, I'm trying to figure out like the, it's community input meeting. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing impact. Uh, it's community input meeting for uh, at the Oscar Johnson Jr. Community Center on May 17th from 4:30 to 6:30. They're gonna be discussing what to do about a newly requi- uh, acquired land they got, 22 acres, and they want to hear from the citizens of Conroe and what you want to see them use the land for. So we're going with laser tag slash paintball. That's that's my vote. And then we have a cricket field. So that's, I mean, but only for cricket. And if, if they do anything inside, we could also have rollerball. That's true. Bring it to life. The original rollerball, not the... the so we got, we got Scott coming in on Thursday. And then, of course, on Friday, we have Jordan O'Neill coming mm-hmm. in. who's a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a new miniseries called Fabletown. It's based off a comic book. That's going to be a really cool uh, interview. It's one of your buddies, I imagine. And I know of him. But you should bring in, like... Chris from the Ticket Stub or something like that, or or tell Nerd Thug about this. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, I you can tell them they have a show. Do they know I exist? I, I hope so. Do they? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's what's going on for our show. Uh, event wise, uh, don't forget the whole week this week or every sorry every Friday this month is Movies in May brought by brought to you by the Conroe Parks and Recs Department. This. Friday's movie at Heritage Place, which is free, by the way. Uh, it is going to be Beauty and the Beast. This is the, the live This action. is the live horrible one. Uh, so don't waste your time. You can still go there and say, I came. I support these kind of events, but I don't support this trash movie. And then uh, you can leave. My my two biggest problems with it, because I, I took my daughter to it, um, to the sing-along presentation of it, where they had the, the, the lyrics on the screen the audience was encouraged to sing mm-hmm. along. Uh, two problems. One, the Beast was all CGI, and that just bugged me. Okay. If you're going to do a live action of a show, of a cartoon, have everything live action. Yeah, that's true. That's my, my thing. Secondly, Emma Watson, young lady, pretty. We're, ju- we're judging you right now. This is the judgment corner. This is the judgment, but it's like with me with Drew Barrymore. She was Hermione when she was like six years old. So to, to to have her like try to be grown up, it's, I know it's not fair on her, but I just think she's just coming off the Harry Potter. Well, the only thing I would say, because like, we I watched this movie with my nieces and watching, they they prefer this one over the cartoon. Sadly, mm-hmm. one thing I will say is, it, and you can say, "Hey, Dick, you're wrong." Dick, did, you're wrong. Did you think that uh, what's her Hermione, Hermione? Hermione, she didn't seem like I have a lot of life. Like, cause like I always felt the Bell character always had a, like a lot of life to the room, like, mm-hmm. you know, the light. Well, that's the, the whole thing is she's life and love and all things. Good. I just didn't feel like the the either the writing or the way they presented her. I just didn't really feel. You don't think of bubbly. It's like you don't put Harrison Ford in a, a rip roaring comedy. That's true. Because it's just not his thing. And Emma Watson, like I said, great actress. And, Nice seeing her grow up. Who I'm would just... you have chosen for that role then? For Belle? Because is she sixteen in the, in the storyline? No, is she's like... no, she's older in. Because didn't we talk the about that? Like the ages didn't really match up about when the prince gets turned into the beast. Yeah, they, like... they try to explain it in the movie now, but it still doesn't it still make, make sense. Yeah, so he's like nineteen. Well, no, the the rose they say for your twenty first birthday, the yeah. last rose petal will fall, and you'll stay yeah. a beast forever. And they've been doing it for ten years, which means either, which means he was eleven years old when this witch turned him into. Uh huh. So that's first off, that's a really mean witch. It's like every eleven-year-old's a brat. Come on, 
where the where's the parents? You know, now in the movie, this live action movie, they try to say, well, part of that's an enchantment Jeez. that people forgot about it. It just doesn't make sense. But so if he's aging, that means everybody ages, which means Chip, the cup. Yeah, he would be. He wasn't ten years old yet, which means he had to have been born a cup. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense, people. That's funny. I have questions. That. So that movies in May, yay! <laughs> uh, that's a free event. It's happening every Friday at Heritage Place. Not free. It's Kiss Me Kate, but still worth the money. Yes. Tickets and... I think are twenty two, and uh, we will be giving tickets away this week on, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. But it is a running for two more weekends. It's halfway through the run, and the cast is just hitting their stride, taking the uh, taking it and running with it. And then coming up in June, we'll be having Willy Wonka over at the Crichton Theater, and that's going to be a big production. It's like got a cast of like four dozen, I think. A lot of Oompa Loompas running around. That's gonna be, is that the full production, or is that like a kid's production? No, this is the full production. Okay. When, when you see like Junior, like Willy Wonka Jr. Uh, or something, okay. what that means is, according to the license, everyone has to be under the age of 18. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, yeah. so if you ever see, you know, yeah. Willy Wonka Jr. and you see yeah, adults in it, yeah, not allowed. Yeah. Okay. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Oh, that needs to be our bumper music so, for tomorrow. All right. Breaking the law <laughs> by Judas Priest. Cool. Squirrel. But, uh, yeah, so we're locking up today's show. Thanks for joining us uh, on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. We'll be back tomorrow morning with our special book guest. So hopefully we'll have that on YouTube and Google Play. And then we'll also be giving away tickets next for Wednesday for Taste Fest. And then Thursday for Kiss Me Kate. And Friday, more Taste Fest. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, thanks for checking us out. Today's programming can be found at IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. I believe uh, it next is going to be a replay of the Weekly Business Hour. Rick is out of the studio. You mean an encore presentation. Encore presentation. Thank you, thank you. And then uh, Margie Taylor, she's got Greg Parker, who's running candidate for Commissioner Precinct 2. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Yalik, publisher of The Golden Hammer. And Christian Collins, chief of staff for Congressman Kevin Brady. All at once. Wow. We so, need to get these guys on our show. That's going to be an incredible show. So that's happening at noon. And then, of course, we got Nerd Thug Radio at 2. If you're interested in having a program here on Morning or Lone Star Community Radio, just reach out to uh, the station. Just visit us on IRLoneStar.com. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thank you to those guys supporting the show. We'll see you tomorrow. Skippy? Take us. See you tomorrow. See you guys. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? 
Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.